Hello and welcome to another episode on Football Talk Podcast. My name is Ozzy and I'm your host for today's show. There never seems to be a match week without a bit of controversy and match week 18 was no different. Liverpool and Arsenal shared the points at Anfield as the game ended 1-1 while Liverpool were denied a stonewall penalty and another PGMOL statement has been released to apologise for yet another error. West Ham beat Manchester United with ease at the London Stadium. Chelsea, aka Billy FC, are struggling to move past 10th position right now as they suffered another defeat against Wolves and Tottenham got the edge and were victorious against Everton. So a lot to discuss during the show. Let's start with the Liverpool versus Arsenal game and discuss the match in more detail. So before we talk about certain incidents, uh, let's begin by saying what a game it was for the neutral end-to-end football. Both games trying their best to clinch the winner. Uh, but in the end, they both had to settle for a draw. Arsenal started the game very aggressively from the first second. They took the lead very early in the game. Odegaard hits a lovely cross from a free kick. Gabriel leaps over the Liverpool defence and nods the ball into the back of the net. But Liverpool were denied a penalty after Odegaard clearly handballs the ball inside the box. The whole stadium saw it, so it was so blatant. And the worst thing about it was that VAR dismissed it and didn't even bother reviewing it properly. Absolute joke. And you've got people like Gary Neville talking absolute crap, saying he slipped and that's why he handled the ball. The slip actually helped him get into a lower position to stop the ball from advancing. For me, it looked like he was hooping on a football pitch. I've got some exclusive footage and some audio with regards to the review. This angle better. Hey. Happy with okay. this angle? Yeah, yeah. Complete. check complete. Sorry. Oh, as I said, good process by Varsenal there. And Arteta was very chummy with the ref after the game. As you can see right there. <laughs> so I guess the back transfer came through nicely for the ref just in time for Christmas. And look, I'm not being petty, but this is getting ridiculous now. We've had so many incidents like this and there is clearly an agenda against Liverpool. They're committing crimes on the pitch in broad daylight. PGMO released... Yet another statement to apologise. But how many times do we need to see this? It makes no difference as it's cost us a game once again. But hey, back to the game. Liverpool managed to get the equaliser through the Egyptian king. And what a goal it was. Lovely pass by Trent Alexander-Arnold with the assist from the middle of the park. Liverpool had a glorious chance in the second half uh, where it was five against two on a counter-attack. Salah passes the ball to Trent. Slightly delayed in my opinion. As the ball arrived to Trent, it bobbled and he smashed it in. Unfortunately, it hit the crossbar and out. Regardless of that bobble, he should have buried it, in my opinion. As a Liverpool fan, I'm disappointed with the result as I feel like we deserved the win. But Arsenal will be delighted with the result and that draw puts them at the top of the tree for Christmas. But I wouldn't go far to say that they're title favourites. Man City will still hold that uh, title for now. I predicted Liverpool to win the league early in the season and I'm sticking with my prediction. On to the next game, West Ham versus Manchester United. After United secured a fantastic draw against Liverpool last week, the fan base was jubilant after that result. But it was West Ham who burst their bubble as they beat them 2-0 in comfortable fashion. Emerson almost opened a scoreline for West Ham with their first attack. His shot was saved by Onana. Gonacho has a glorious chance to equalise, but his poor shot was blocked by Ariola. For me, he should have buried it. Easy opportunity there. Bowen almost scored from a header that was saved by the keeper. 
Um, but in the end, he manages to get the, the goal a few moments later. Paqueta with a lovely dinked pass to Bowen, who tries to pass the ball into the goal. Initially blocked by Nana, but Bowen gets the rebound to follow through and hit the empty net. West Ham make it 2-0 as Kudus hits a fantastic right foot shot into the back of the net. Another assist for Paqueta, who's been in sensational form recently. Another defeat for the away team. Fans seem to be fed up, but it doesn't look like Tim Hag is going anytime soon. There was some breaking news earlier today as Sir Jim Ratcliffe has agreed to take over 25% of the club as one of the minority stakeholders. Whether he has a big influence into the football operation at the club remains to be seen. But in terms of what I've heard or what I've seen online with regards to the United fans, there seems to be a mixed reaction regarding the news. So if you're a United fan or you've got some opinion about this new takeover news, drop a comment and let me know what you guys think. Next fixture, Wolves versus Chelsea. And Wolves managed to get a fantastic win on Christmas Eve against Chelsea, who will be feeling blue uh, after this evening. Let's discuss the key moments of the game. Caliga has a shot from distance, but it was a shot that was straight at the keeper. Easy save. Now, for me, this was a talking point in the game. Jao Gomez has a shot from distance. His effort is blocked by Ugo Chukwu, but with his hand. So I think, for me, it was a penalty. Uh, the, the the ball pretty much left his, um, his hand out in the air. So it wasn't like it was a natural body uh, position. Uh, I feel like he left it out on purpose to make a block. But... Despite that, Liverpool got, uh, sorry, Chelsea got lucky with that one. Wolves almost took the lead with a header from Totti. A great save by Petrovic, who was the Chelsea keeper in this game. But Wolves kept on going and eventually took the lead. Great corner by Sarabia, who finds Lamina. And he guides the ball with a header into the bottom corner. 1-0 to Wolves. Chelsea tried their best to get the equaliser. But unfortunately, Lady Luck was not on their side. And Cuckoo had an effort that was cleared on the goal line. And Sterling also had a good shot towards goal. Great block by Dawson there. But Wolves took the lead once again as Doherty somehow finds himself in the in the box and calmly slots it into the bottom corner. But for Chelsea, they were able to get a consolation goal in the last few minutes of the game. Great headed finish by Nkuku. Overall, a great performance from Wolves. And for me, that win was thoroughly deserved. In terms of Chelsea, they've got a lot of work to do. Currently 10th. And aren't making much progress in the league, let's be honest. Poch has come out and said that the club needs to invest further uh, in the January window, which is just ludicrous. The only positive that I can give to Chelsea fans right now is the return of Nkuku. Uh, he looks like he'll score a lot of goals for this team and he's more of a clinical finisher uh, than Action Jackson. On to the next fixture. Uh, Tottenham versus Everton. Spurs managed to hang on and claim the victory against Everton, who, to be fair, have been in fantastic form in recent weeks. Uh, Richarlison opens the scoreline with a finish from close range. Great low cross by Brendan Johnson from that right-hand side. Everton almost uh, equalised as Calvert-Lewin hits a fantastic header. Great save by Vicario. Uh, Johnson has another shot inside the box. Saved by Pickford, but he couldn't keep hold of the ball. Instead, Son was able to shoot from the rebound and score uh, with the goal there. Calvert-Lewin did score moments later, 
but his shot was ruled out by VAR as Andre Gomez fouls Udogi in the build-up. And speaking of Andre Gomez, he was the guy that was able to hit a fantastic shot um, at the edge of the box to give Everton the equaliser. Great finishing from the midfielder there. And it was former Spurs player Dan Juma um, who had a fantastic shot with his left foot, came on uh, off the bench. Vicario produced a fantastic save to tip it over the bar. Dan Juma has another shot in the final minutes of the game. Hits the inside of the crossbar. The ball bounces on the line and was millimetres away from being a goal. Spurs, in my opinion, got very, very lucky there, but in the end, managed to claim the win. In other games, Aston Villa drew 1-1 to Sheffield United. It looked like Sheffield United were set to claim their first away win of the season and break Villa's fantastic home record. But Una Emery's team managed to salvage a point very late in the game. Sheffield United took the lead in the 87th minute as a former Villa player, Cameron Archer, scores from close range. Mazzaniolo gets a crucial equaliser in the 90th minute. Great assist by Douglas Luiz, who, who has been fantastic this season. Um, a cruel way to drop points for Sheffield United, but a draw against a team that's currently third in the league is not a bad result. On to the next fixture, Crystal Palace versus Brighton, which concluded 1-1. Palace opened the scoreline first. Lovely assist by Olise to Ayu, who scores with a diving header. Welbeck rescues a point for the Seagulls with a looping header. Eagles will feel disappointed not to get the win as they were taking the lead earlier on. Next fixture, Fulham versus Burnley. A surprise defeat for Fulham, um, who have picked up some results in the last few weeks. The match ended 2-0 to Burnley. That's Burnley's second win in the last five games. Uh, Fulham had a few chances, to be fair, especially through Iwobi. But Burnley opened the scoreline with a spectacular goal by Odebert. What a strike it was from the French winger. And it was Berger. Makes it 2-0. Great run from his own half. He just kept on going. Uh, in the end, manages to hit a low shot into the bottom corner. A good win for Burnley. But they have a tough fixture ahead as they face Liverpool on Boxing Day. Luton Town versus Newcastle. Luton Town produced the surprise result of the week. It was a former player who scores a match winner as Andros Townsend scores a header from close range. He dedicates the goal to Tom Lockyer, who unfortunately collapsed on the pitch last week against Bournemouth uh, due to a heart attack. But thankfully, we've got some good news uh, as he's been discharged from hospital and is now recovering from home which is a great piece of news there. An emotional victory for Luton Town there, but in the end, it was thoroughly deserved. And the final fixture, Nottingham Forest versus Bournemouth, which ended 3-2 to Bournemouth. Now, big controversial point in the game as Bolly gets sent off for a second yellow after his challenge with Tommy Smith. Now, there is no way that was a yellow card. Ridiculous decision from the referee. Bolly clearly gets the ball first. The game for me has just gone mad. And the number of red cards that have been dished out on a regular basis is quite a concern. Alanga opens the scoreline with a nice finish from the right-hand side. Solanke equalises to make it 1-1 with a fantastic header. Then Solanke makes it 2-1 shortly with a predator's finish. And then Chris Wood gets the equaliser for the Forest with a great header from a corner. And in the end, Solanke gets the winner with another great header and claims his hat-trick and produces a great away win for Bournemouth. Just got a comment here from Alfred Uncle Roz. He says, Chelsea's not having a good time. 
they certainly aren't Uncle Ross. They're not having a good time or a good season in general. So someone would have sympathy for them. I don't. <laughs> that's a Liverpool fan, that's for sure. Um, in terms of the FPL, uh, let me announce who the FPL manager of the week is. And the name is Joseph Harrelson, and his club is Hossoff FC. And well done to Joseph. He claimed 68 points in the league and he's moved up to 11th um, position. So well done to you. Uh, I, I think it was a tough week for everyone. Pretty much everyone got a sort of scoreline between 50 to 70. So a 68 point is a very, very good score. In terms of my performance, I got 50 points and moved up to 33rd in the league. So making a little bit of progress in the league. But what I'll do now is I will share um, the top 10 and present uh, for you guys right now. So uh, for all the people that are listening on audio, I will read out who the top 10 are. So number one is Nani Asare. So he maintains his position top of the league. Um, he managed to get 43 points this week, which is an average score. Um, in second, someone that's moved up is Jordan Smith. His team is called Not Sure. In third, you've got Zig, Zig, Zig Ziglar uh, with Das EFX. And then you've got Juan Ashraf, who's dropped down to fourth. Uh, you've got Jake Harrison with Kinder Buemo, who has moved up to fifth. You've got Ali Asgar, uh, and his team is Ali Piero FC. He's dropped down to sixth. Ripin Mahan and Pippo Inzaghi, they have uh, maintained their position in seventh and eighth, respectively. And then you've got a couple of new names. You've got uh, Muya Fabiano Jr., who's moved up to ninth. And then you've got Mustafa Kuram, uh, who's moved out to 10th. And as you can see, number 11 is Joseph Howson with Hossoff FC. He's the one that was manager of the week. So that is our FPL um, uh, listing right there. And that's a wrap-up for today. So thank you to everyone for tuning in. If you haven't already, please don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe to the channel. In terms of content... I've got another show coming up tomorrow. I know it's Christmas Day, but uh, with games coming thick and fast, it's only right we do a match preview as Liverpool playing Burnley away on Boxing Day. So I'll be doing a match preview tomorrow. And then I'll also have a match reaction for that game. Time to be confirmed. So the best thing to do is that hit that notification bell on YouTube and you'll be informed when the shows are taking place. You can also follow me on social media for all the latest updates. You can follow me at Aussie. .ftp on Twitter or you can follow me at Aussie.ftp on Instagram, Threads and TikTok. As always guys take care, stay safe have a Merry Christmas and I hope to speak to you all very soon. Goodbye.